Tandem Nomads, episode 163. Albert Einstein said, In the midst of every crisis lies great opportunities. But how can you see those opportunities in the middle of a big recession and see what you can do to be able to rise from it and plan your recession-proof business? Let's discuss this in this episode. Hello, Nomad Nation. Welcome to Tandem Nomads, the podcast show and entrepreneurship platform where you can find great inspiration and tips to grow a successful, portable business and thrive in your global nomadic life. This is your host, Emel Delegi. I'm a business and marketing coach and the founder of Tandem Nomads. As you all know by now, we are in the middle of a crisis. The pandemic of coronavirus has led so many businesses to struggle and a lot of other businesses to feel very nervous or hesitant about what to do next. In the previous episodes, I've shared with you the mindset shifts that need to happen in order to be able to plan and lead this time with strength and also creativity so that you do not let your business behind during these times. So if you have not listened to these episodes, I highly recommend you to tune into them. I will put the links in the show notes of this episode on tandemnomads.com slash 163. But the, in this specific episode and the next two episodes, I'm preparing for you a three-part series on how to create your recession-proof business now. And this episode, as well as the next two episodes, 165 and 167, will be designed for any of you who obviously have a business right now, no matter if it's an offline or online business, but also if you are thinking of starting your business and you have not started yet, or even if you're looking for a business idea, I really recommend you to listen to this episode carefully because no matter what, this process that I've built for you is going to help you really think and reflect on your next steps, no matter if you already have a business, are ready to launch, or thinking of finding the right business idea for you. So, I hope that this episode will really be helpful for you because I am here to make sure that you don't give up. Don't give up on your business if you have one and don't give up on the idea of starting your business even if the times are uncertain and very stressful right now because if there is a moment to not give up, it is in these times where things are more difficult. You do need to double your efforts and hopefully this will help you also see the opportunities that this situation can also provide you and your business. So I have a lot to share with you, so I'm going to jump in very quickly. What I recommend you to do is to take a, a paper and a pen to take some notes. But you should know that every solo episode that I do in this podcast show is all comes also with a blog post. So if you want to see some of the notes that are prepared for you, go to tandemnomads.com slash 163 and you will find the link to this blog episode where I summarize what I share with you here in a few points. Also, 
if you are ready to launch your business or you have a business but are not making any money yet, then I really invite you to join me in my beta program that I'm launching very soon on how to build the foundation of a successful portable business. Make sure to go to tandemnomads.com slash 163 and there you will be able to find the link to be able to sign up as a founding member of this beta program. It will be at the lowest price than ever in the future. So I hope that you will be part of our founding members to start this great program. I can't wait to see you there. So make sure to tune in and go to tandemnomads.com slash 163 for more information. So let's dive in right now into the topic of today, how to create a recession-proof business now. And this is the part one, which is how to assess. Indeed, for you to be able to build a recession-proof business, business, you need to take a moment and reflect on your business or your business idea. So in order to do that, I'm going to help you here with two parts. The first one is assess the challenges that come from the current crisis. And number two, assess the opportunities that come thanks to this crisis. And in the next episode, I will also share with you what to do once you've done this assessment. But today, let's take the time to assess where you are today with your business or your business idea. So let's start with the challenges. Are you ready, Nomad Nation? (laughs) So I want to start with looking at how is this crisis affecting your business or your business idea? And for that, you first want to look at the practical aspects. Then we will analyze a little bit the psychological aspects of these challenges. But I want to start with the practical aspects. So this might not be relevant to you if you don't have a business yet, but I do recommend you to pay close attention to this. So once you reach a crisis, no matter if it's the current crisis or any internal crisis to your business, you want to look at three things to assess what are the challenges and the liabilities, the vulnerabilities of your business. So the point here in assessing the practical aspects of the challenges that you are meeting in your business, it's all about looking at the financial aspects, the operational aspects, but also the human resources aspects of your business and look at how it is affected by the crisis so that later you can know what to do about it. So I tried to look at a way to be able to explain you and give you a process that makes it easier for you to be able to do this assessment. And I remembered a great method that's called the people process profit method that I'm stealing from a a reality TV show that's called The Profit by Marcus Limonis. So he is an entrepreneur who goes around the country of the United States and, and goes to fix businesses. And in order to fix businesses, he looks at three things, people, process and profits. So when you start assessing the effects of the crisis right now in your business, I always recommend obviously to start with looking at the people. If you have employees, you might not have employees at the stage of your business, but if you do, you want to look at how is this business affecting your employees. That's obviously the first place where you should look at. Then in terms of people, you need to look at your clients. How is this business affecting, sorry, how is this crisis affecting your clients? Make sure to sit down and list all those ways that your people are being affected. And on top of your employees, your clients, you want to look at your own 
audience or your own community or your own family, look around you, the people around you, how are they affected by this crisis? Please take the time to think about it and really thoroughly analyze this part. The second, which is process, you want to look at your operations and your workflow and look at how it is affected. So obviously, there's one thing where we are super lucky if you have a portable business is that most likely your operation and workflow will not be affected, probably more the opposite. But I still want you to take a minute and sit down and look at your operations, your work process, your method of working with your clients, with your employees, with your team, and the process you provide, produce, and deliver your product or service. Look at that deeply and see if it's affected in any way by the current crisis. List, if so, how is it affected? And then look at the money aspect, the profit. It's so important when you have a business that you pay a very close attention to your cash flow. You need to know how much can you last in your business in order to be able to sustain it. So this is a critical time for you to sit down, look at your bank account, look at your current recurrent expenses and make sure that you can track where your money is going. And if you see that it's going in places that are not necessary, I highly recommend you to actually stop those expenses. When times are good, we tend to buy so many online tools, so many things that we actually don't use. So make sure to sit down, look at all the expenses you have and decide which ones are you not using and stop those expenses. That is really important. So once you've done that with people, process and profits and analyzed what are the different ways that your business is affected in these areas, the next part here is to ask yourself, what trade-offs do you need to make right now in your business? In a way, or in other words, you could ask yourself, how can I stop the bleeding? How can I minimize the impact of this crisis in this different areas. So sit down and look at this. And I want to hear quote Steve Jobs who once said, deciding what not to do is as important as deciding what to do. So think about it. What are the things you need to stop doing right now in order to save or protect your business? And one thing for sure is that making that exercise of asking yourself, what do you have to stop right now, should not be used as an excuse to not do anything in your business. I'm not talking about stopping your business and stopping selling. I'm talking about what are the things you're doing in your business or the way you're working that you have to change right now in order to be able to be more effective to face this crisis. So please don't get me wrong here. When I'm asking you, decide what you need to stop doing. It's not how can you stop your business right now, right? I just wanted to make that clear. So make sure to sit down and make this practical analysis of what are the practical aspects of your business that need to you to have a close attention to and then make those trade-offs. Then in the assessment part, the second part is what are the maybe the more psychological aspects of your business that you need to pay attention to so that you really can analyze how is your business being affected but also your people, your process and your profit more on the psychological aspects. And 
And here, I want to invite you as well to understand the mindset in which you are, but also your clients and your community are in this time of recession and crisis. No matter if you are thinking of starting a business or if you already have a business, you want to pay close attention about how are people reacting in your industry, but also how are you reacting in your business. Make sure to have a close attention to the way you're thinking, to the way you're processing and to the way you're reacting to the situation. Because you absolutely need to make sure to have the right mindset for yourself first before you can help others. And I will give you the example in my case, for instance, thinking about psychological aspects, how was my business in a way affected in the psychological aspects. So here I'm insisting on this part, especially for the portable businesses and online businesses that are not necessarily affected, that don't have to close like restaurants and, and shops that didn't have to close because of the confinement, for instance. There's other things that might have happened in your business that are forcing you to slow down or to to stop or forcing your clients to slow down or to not engage with your business anymore. So make sure to sit down and list those things. In my case, what I have realized was like during the first weeks of confinement, I started having my clients canceling their sessions and really feeling very, very overwhelmed with everything that was happening. I was very okay with it in the first part because of course, we need to adjust, we need to rethink, especially all of you who are moms and parents homeschooling right now. This is such a major, major change in our routines, in our lifestyle, and having the space and the time to work on our business has been really challenged. So in the first weeks, I was very understanding that it was okay if some of my clients needed some time to space between our sessions to be able to figure out how to build a new routine and how to fix all the changes that were happening in their life and their business. And the second thing that I realized was my clients who didn't necessarily have these issues But came up one big issue is the ethical aspect of selling during a crisis. So many of clients are so thoughtful and so mindful about the fact that they don't want to sound salesy or slimy when they do business in this time. So these were the two big psychological aspects that I realized in my business that could affect my business because if my clients are not doing their work they're not committing to their sessions or they think that this is not the right time to sell obviously as a business coach I cannot help them so I needed to make sure to address those psychological aspects and I'll show you in the next episodes how I did it although I can imagine that you're already guessing right by addressing them by addressing those those uh, limiting beliefs I'm first putting my energy there in order to be able to help you be able to do strategically the right move in your business. But before being able to do the right move in your business, we need to address the mindset in which you are because that mindset is not going to help you. And the same exercise that I've been doing here with you, with my clients, I recommend you to as well do it with your own clients and with your own 
audience and your own community. Make sure to know what are the self-limiting beliefs that people are experiencing and the challenges, the emotional challenges that are experiencing. And then I will teach you in the next episodes how to address them. But first, make sure to identify them. That is so, so important. And I just want to address once more this whole objection that I hear so many people now saying, especially if you're thinking of starting a business and you don't even have one yet, you might ask yourself, how can I start a business now when people have no more money? That is not true, first of all. People don't suddenly from a day to another don't have any more money. And for all of you who are thinking of backing off because at this time of crisis and you can't sell or provide your product or service right now because it's doesn't look good, then be careful of that. I just want to mention it real quick here with one sentence. By choosing to not bring up your offer, you are preventing people who really need what you have to do from making their own choice whether they want what you have or not. It is not up to your nomination to choose if your clients should buy or not. Your job is to provide them with the choice to make that decision for themselves. All right, I hope I made my point here. And I hope that also you can use this example and to as an inspiration for your case, what are the thoughts that you need to address for your clients to be able to help them make the right decisions for themselves? All right, now I have addressed the first part of this episode, which was assessing your challenges and liabilities inside your business or your business idea. Now we're going to look at the second part, which for me is the most exciting part for sure, which is exploring your opportunities. As you know, Nomad Nation, Tandem Nomads is all about turning your challenges into opportunities. And this is the living proof, this episode about the process of how to do that. So once you assess your challenges, you want to start shifting to looking at what does this make possible. I'm quoting here Michael Hyatt, who is a great consultant and um, that you can check online. He has a great, some great books that I will put in the show notes of this episode as well. But he says, what does this crisis make possible? possible. And I want you to sit down and look at this. Think thoroughly. What are the amazing opportunities that this situation is bringing that might have never been possible for you before? And to start reflecting on that, I'm bringing to you here seven questions of things you can do in order to start exploring your opportunities. So number one is a list of all the emerging needs that your clients or the people you know are having right now due to this crisis. In fact, it is not true that people are not buying anymore because this crisis is creating so many new needs that did not exist before. Some critical needs, but also some less critical needs that you don't realize, such as hobbies and things like that. So I would imagine, for example, that having support with recipes, having support with managing space at home, learning how to work remotely, learning how to homeschool your kids. These are all new things that have emerged from the crisis. But also in terms of creativity, 
There's a lot of people who have so much more time in their hands right now and are starting to feel restless after a month of staying at home. So this is creating so much demand for creativity, for hobbies. So I do want you to think that it's not only businesses that are super necessary, like a matter of life or death, there are businesses that can emerge from this crisis, as well as more things like hobbies are a good time for businesses right now. I have an example of my friend Joe Parfit, who is a, who has a company, a publishing company for authors, but who is also a coach, a book coach for people who want to write their books. And she has always been providing her services virtually. But since the COVID-19 and the confinement at home, so many people started having more time to be able to write. And that's what has exploded the need for her to serve them to be able to write. And that is how she came up with this really fantastic idea to that she calls the Writer's Circle. So her writers come and meet once or twice a week to write together while they are live on Zoom together. Isn't that amazing? So here is an amazing, exci exciting idea of how a business can even be extended with new opportunities. The second question that you want to ask yourself is, how can you use this time to go online when your clients were maybe before not seeing it as a possible option. So I want to share with you the example of one of my clients, Renata Cavallo, who has a company called RCG Projects, and she is an interior designer. And she had already started doing virtual consulting for people who wanted to redesign their homes and make them fit to their new needs. But since this crisis, her physical clients, the clients she used to visit physically, started to consider her help online. So you can see how this crisis is also an opportunity for you to convince people who might have been hesitant before to have a virtual business to tell them, hey, I can now help you online. Let's try it and you'll see that it's possible. The third question or the third thing that I would like you to do here is to sit down and list all your skills and all your past credentials and all your super talents and ask yourself, how can you use them to help people right now? And what does your community need right now that you can bring up in this crisis? That's the one thing about our community, Nomad Nation. You are so talented and have done so many things in your past life. And reinvention is certainly things, something that you know something about. And you've developed so many skills and passions along these years that today you could really use. You might have put them in the back burner, but maybe this is the time for you to bring back your special skills. For that, I want to share with you an example with my friend Lisa Furland. Lisa is a public health consultant. She has built her whole career in public health, but she had to give up her career to move to Sweden for her husband's job and build her family there, etc. In the meanwhile, she built an amazing consulting business for authors. She helps people self-publish and crowdfund their books because she started by actually sharing her story by writing her own book. It was successfully self-published and crowdfunded, which has led people to ask her to help them do that. So while developing along these years this portable business as a self-publishing consultant, she suddenly 
had her need, her expertise as a public health consultant in the middle of a crisis be highly needed. So thanks to this, she could go back to her career because she had got hired by an organization of the European Union to help them deal with the current crisis. However, despite of that, she managed to also put her business on autopilot and be able to, to run her business while doing the job of helping um, the EU with her skills as a public health consultant. So look at how are the skills. This In this case, it's not necessarily related to the business, but still, because of that, Lisa had to also be creative in how to develop her business in order to automate it and put it in autopilot to be able to sustain it because she has no plans to give it up. Absolutely no plans. So this has also been an opportunity for her to think about things that she didn't have to do before. So look at your skills, look at your past credentials, look at your superpowers and how can they be right now used in these circumstances and who does need them? Which leads me to the fourth question. What new niche can you serve that has emerged from this crisis? You might have been working with a specific type of people, but because of this crisis, there might be a new type of clients that might need exactly what you have. And I'm, for this, I'm going to give you my example with Tandem Nomads. So as you know, my expertise is how to build a portable business. And the reason I've started this was to support the niche of expat spouses who needed to build a sustainable business to be able to also live on the move for their partner's job. One thing that I realized that this crisis could be an opportunity for me, I'm saying could be, still working on it, but this is the assessment part, remember? We are assessing right now, was the fact that while I was teaching people on how to build a portable business to travel, right now this skill is more needed than ever for people to be able to work remotely, number one, and two, for those who are losing their jobs to be able to start their businesses in order to continue to build sustainability and revenue for themselves, even if they don't find a job. So you can see how I could actually expand my niche here beyond the expat spouses community. So think about you. What does that mean? Is there a way for you to expand your niche without having to reinvent your product or service, but simply serve it to other people? Question number five. How can you take advantage of technology to deliver your product or service or even make your offer more appealing? So here, obviously, if you've been listening to Tandem Nomads, you know that technology is at the core of being able to build a portable business. Without technology, we would not be able to have this chance to build a business that's sustainable on the move or remotely while staying at home. So here, I want you to look at your business and think about what other opportunity is this bringing to you. And here I'm going to give you another amazing example. There is a community called Creative Mornings, and it's an organization, it's a company that provides creative activities worldwide to people who want to express their creativity. These are mainly workshops that are done in person and in a room. So it started in New York and then it expanded in the US and now it's worldwide. One of the things that I've seen the, the founder of Creative Morning sharing was that she's always been reluctant, always been reluctant to putting her business online, to create 
like virtual meetings because she just didn't think that it was possible to replicate the amazing connection within this community. She really believed that the only way to create this connection was being physically in the same space. Well, guess what? Because of the crisis, she had to close all, all her venues. Suddenly her business went from like thriving to shut off. But she did not stop there. She's like, okay, well, I guess this is a time to make it virtual. And she had shared on social media that her business has never been more thriving than since she put it virtually because there were a lot of things she could not do before when they were in the same space that she can do now. So think about it for you. What does that mean? How can you use technology to deliver your product in an even more appealing way today? Question number six, how can your assets your process, your IP, or your technology be used in ways that can serve other people or other purposes. These are other places that where you can find new opportunities for your business. And for that, I'm going to share with you an example that is not from this current time, but from the initial crisis in 2008. So there was a company, a gaming company called Tiny Spec, and that company has really suffered from the crisis and had to close. But actually what they did was not closing. Instead, they have asked themselves, how can we use our technology in another setting to be able to pivot and create new revenues and make our business survive? So Tiny Spec is today called Slack. So I'm pretty sure that a lot of you listening know Slack. It's a major uh, app and solution to help teams work together and communicate. Most companies today use Slack to be able to communicate within the teams. And I can tell you that Slack is even more booming right now during this crisis as more and more companies are taking their teams remotely. So thanks to their IP and their technology, they simply just shifted the context of the use of that technology in a new format for another use. So think about that. Maybe you have something, maybe not even technological, but maybe there is a process, a method, a something that you created that could be used in a different context that is even more relevant right now during this time. Think about it. Finally, the seventh question I want to ask you is how can you get more visibility and be even more relevant in these times so here it's really about looking at how what you're doing can even be more relevant during this time and for that I will share with you the example of the body coach you might have heard about this online coach who's very prominent on Instagram who is helping people work out obviously and he's done that and he's been he's been actually pretty successful even before the crisis but thanks to the crisis and the fact that people are confined at home they suddenly the families suddenly needed to find ways to practice to exercise and also keep their kids busy and keep their kids active because they have so much energy to, to to use and to waste in a way. So the body coach has created some amazing videos for families to work out together. So that was already a way that he has seen how he can be even more relevant. But on top of that, this went so viral that he even got even more press by being all the time interviewed on TV of how his videos has been helping 
hundreds of thousands of families around the world be able to create activities and be able to be active while in confinement. So you see how this is making him even more relevant than before. So think about it yourself. How can this crisis make you even more relevant? So now I give you seven questions for you to be able to look at opportunities for yourself. I'm not saying that you're going to have an answer for each question, but by exploring these seven questions, I'm pretty sure that you will have found at least a couple of great opportunities for you. So please dive into these questions and make sure to answer them thoroughly. Do this exercise until we meet in the next episode where I will tell you what to do with it then. But... As I said, I will summarize all of this in the show notes of this episode. You will have there the link to the blog, as well as the link to my better program on how to build the foundations of your business. So go to tandemnomads.com slash 163 and you will find all the information right there. Nomad Nation, if there has been one ideal moment for you to build and start your portable business, it is now. There has never been a better time. First of all, because suddenly all the people who are resistant to online business are now online. Everybody is online. Second reason, there are so many new needs that are emerging that you can serve. And I'm sure that you have some great solutions for these people. So think about that. And third one is as simple as what I was saying at the beginning. You actually cannot wait for better times because this crisis might last for a long time. So if you want to take action, it is now. If you want to build your own source of revenue and freedom, it is now, not when the crisis will pass. Because even if you don't manage to make a lot of revenue now, at least you would have started now to build the foundation of a business that will be booming once the economy is back. So don't stop now, Nomad Nation. I hope that you have got this. And with this first episode, you've got a lot of work to do. Make Take a moment and go through this process so that I can meet you next to help you how to do it. So go to tandemnomads.com slash 163 and find this um, blog post as well as the link to sign up to my better program because once you're ready, we're going to work together in this program on how you can bring your business to reality or how you can build the foundations of your business currently even if you're not making enough revenue. See you in the next episode, Nomination, where I will share with you how to super serve your clients and your community in uncertain times to be able to build these foundations and create a recession-proof business. Nomad Nation, thank you for taking the time to listen to this episode, and I can't wait to meet you there. Stay tuned to turn your challenges into great opportunities. <laughs>